forgot how to do one of these things. Do you remember? Yeah, it's been a while. I got it all. I think I got it all set up. So season two, baby. Season two. Gosh, season two, season two already. Uh, welcome back to DJACT after our long hiatus of uh, quite a few months. We're back with season two with your host, T-Jack, Taylor Jackson, and my boy Dalton Drennan, my Dalton co-host Drennan, and technical producer. Casserole King, Stinky Senior. You know what's up? You know what's up, baby? Yeah. What's going yeah. on, man? It's been so long. Can't complain. I mean, everything's good. Hell Yeah. We uh, we hung out a few days ago and I had a couple had a couple brewskis played a little Mortal Kombat got the got the little couples little couples game night going on and that was some I, it just made me feel good it was one of those good, you know those good nights and uh, that you always think about you think about here in like a few weeks you're like God man we got to do another one of those you know get a wholesome wholesome night so what have you uh, what have you been doing these last few months man what have you been up to just been out man chilling working mostly. That orange, hmm? that orange blood still flowing. That orange blood still flowing. Yeah, that orange blood still flowing. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> but you has a has a hospital life, dude. Uh, it was kind of well. You know, I hadn't been in it because I was in California in July. Uh, yeah. July I had to go for some National Guard for the NTC. They they put you out in the desert for a month and you know basically tell you what to do and it's a, a big training environment, but. Man, I'll get into that later, but I want I want to talk about you, man. Like, what's been going on these last couple months? Like, give me give me the nitty gritty. What's been going on? Because I got a lot to talk about. Man, I'm just trying to go where you're going. I don't I don't know. You don't know. I'll I'll talk about my mail. It'll give you like a give you a little bit to think about it. Um, well, like like when you're at a, at a restaurant, you're like, come back to me. I don't know what I want yet. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me uh, still look at the menu. Yeah, let me look at the menu real yeah, quick. Yeah, let me look at the menu, and then uh, I'll get back to you. So we, uh, I had the, I'm in the National Guard, obviously. Um, most of our, our listeners know that. So I went out to the desert. Um, it was kind of this mandated thing. I couldn't really get out of it. Um, so they stuck us out in the desert for a month, and it was miserable, man. We went out to Death Valley, California, where it's like 130 degrees during the day, and at night it's like 98 so, um, I, I'm, I'm our senior medic, so I kind of have to, to train the newbies and, um, you know, kind of, I had to step in cause we lost one of our, our leaders. And so I had to, I had to kind of step in and fill a role that I wouldn't normally have to fill. So that kind of threw like an extra, um, a plate at me. And so, you know, while we're, while we're out there, we, we've had some, we have some crazy shit happen, some good times. I found a lot of lizards out there, dude, like some some dope lizards i'll show you the pictures later the The coolest the coolest one was the horny toad man he was just this little this little fat fuck that was running around he was so he was so cute damn um and i i kind of really had to step into some shoes when when we'd have uh guys go down bad and um they were down bad yeah they were down but i wish i I, I I could only imagine how horny somebody would get in the desert dude you might think that these dudes were were so horny they wanted heat stroke uh and they got it they got they got their heat stroke so I'm, I'm doing everything i can and eventually like it's just too much for for what i a single medic can can do so we end up having to air vacuum to the hospital 
I ended up having to area back um, two dudes myself. Right. Um, well, not myself. You know, like with my team, but like uh, with me being in charge type thing. And gotcha. That was a little, that was a little crazy. But um, how serious can like it? I've never. I don't think I've ever had like a, an actual heat stroke. I think there's times that I've gotten like too hot. And so, I really just needed to sit inside somewhere and yeah. Drink so there's a lot of water. there's like there's like levels. Um, there's like heat, heat exertion, heat exhaustion, and then heat stroke. So like heat exertions, like when you're outside and you're working your fucking balls off, you're sweating and you're just getting too hot. Like you just you know you're doing too much work for for what your body can handle. Mm-hmm. So then that's when you take a break. That's like sta- that's like stage one. Stage two is heat exhaustion, where you're like you're cramping up, you're like sweating like insane amounts, you're you know just you're getting getting bad. And then heat stroke is seizures, like uh, like oh um, yeah, I've never just gotten complete that far. cramping. Like you stop sweating. Because uh, your body can't regulate your your temperature, like there's just a, it's it gets it's bad. But yeah, my um, head starts hurting really bad. I don't think I've ever had a, it's dehydration. Yeah, that's a uh, stage one. Step one of dehydration. You'll find out if you if you're dehydrated is if you have a really bad headache or you stand up and everything gets all funky. Um, you're, it's called orthostatic hypotension. So, nice, nice. Um, big words. I, I I don't wanna get into that too much because I mean I've just been like really enjoying being out of the desert and it's kind of one of those things where like you go into it and you're like dude that fucking sucked and then you get done and you're like i went too bad <laughs> like you're like yeah, you know you it's look good. back at it and you're like that was actually pretty cool yeah it was like it, you know and and we had some we had some stupid moments like where i almost died we almost flipped one of the humvees and that's like the biggest thing out there is they like tell you not to flip your shit and i we had almost flipped a Humvee out on a mission. So we, so we get like, basically like a, we get toned out, you know, you get a, you get a call saying like, this person's down. These are what injuries they have. This is where you need to pick them up. So we went and picked them up. Well, that fucking message was from like eight hours ago. So we we're out there driving around with like, uh, some of the security guys and we're like driving around, you know, cause they pull, they pull security shooting of the bad guys that are, that are, you know, the bad guys, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, that are out there. And um, we get out there and we're driving around. We are on the exact grid coordinates where they told us to pick up. And there's nobody there. There's no, no signs of anybody being there. There's no, no lights, no, like, no markings, no nothing. Like nobody has been there. But on the way down there, we had hit this, like, I'm talking 45-degree steep ass hill. And it was like those shits. You see the Jeeps go up, you know, where they're like like fucking parallel with the mountain just just getting up it just rock climbing and shit and we were going down it and the the ambulances in the army are so top heavy like it was like rock to the left rock to the right and i don't wear my fucking helmet or seat belt because what do i look like a chump actually i did have my seat belt or my helmet on but it was like on my chin strap was unbuckled so it wasn't a dummy any fucking good so it was like left right <laughs> left right boom i'm like i'm about to fly out like i was like holy shit and the dudes behind it we're losing like antennas everything in the back all the stretchers are gone like the the cooler we use for the ice sheets it just fucking blew open like it got nuts and the security guys behind us were like dude we thought you were dying we thought that was it like we you were on two wheels for at least 10 seconds and i was like oh <laughs> we're not gonna do that again and the, meanwhile, we're all driving in night vision goggles. I don't know if you've ever driven in night vision goggles. That is I don't, impossible. I don't, think, I don't think I have. They throw, they throw your depth <laughs> perception off so bad, dude. They throw it off so bad because you only have one. Like, there's one. 
and like you have to try to see out of both eyes. Oh, it's it's nuts. But um, kind of sucks. We now live down the street from each other. Yeah. So that's gonna make this a little bit easier. How's the new place, man? It's going pretty well so far. Uh, I didn't really know how many things it took to actually make a home a home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I just thought that we would kind of move in. And then everything, uh, it was just going to automatically be home. And mm-hmm. it was like, no, we need we need paintings. We, we need a shower curtain. Oh, shower curtains and shower liners. Two Blue different things. Yeah. Completely different things. I didn't realize that. that. No. No, liners are the like the plastic ones. Curtains are the cloth ones. Yeah. I didn't realize. I just thought that a shower curtain was, you know, both of them. I thought they Ooh. both came together. No. Never. Big mistake. No. Okay. Uh... Are you a big, like, shower mat guy? I thought, like, Stormy said that she was a shower mat person, like the mat on the bottom of the shower. Oh, like for, like, the, the, the like grippies? Grippy? Yeah, yeah grippies? Yeah, no. No, nah. I'm, not, I'm not down with that. I, I just, mean... I just raw dog. I mean, <laughs> just go raw in the shower. No no floor mat, nothing. Just out here, butterhole ass naked. Yeah. Just fucking trying to, trying to shower, you know? Yeah. No, um... My, I'm getting the phone call right now. Who is it? That's my mom. Can't answer that, mom. I'm recording a podcast. Um, so, um, my great grandma. Whenever we go over there, she's she's ancient. She's frail, you know. So she would have that little that little slippy grippy thingy in there. Yeah. And um, I always thought it was so funny. I would like look at my mom. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, why is it? Why does it feel like there's a carpet at the bottom of the? of the bathtub and she's like it's so your grandma doesn't fall over sweetie that thing gets slick and sure as shit you know who busted their ass on the way out of the shower this guy no cause that dude I took it out I took it out cause I didn't want it in there cause uh-huh. it felt funny yeah and that tub was so slick it had no like texture at the bottom it was it's just, probably like, just like it was like a bowl it was probably build up from underneath dude, that mat it was a bowl it well like, like uh, Stormy wanted one for like the texture she didn't like the raw feeling of the floor oh yeah yeah and i, I was like look i can't do it i get down i'm sorry there. but uh man it's just crazy like we both got now we have roommates yeah we have roommates now jordan moved in with me while i was out or uh she moved she moved in while i was gone and you guys helped her move in her her dresser and stuff man, like that you made it you made it sound like she had so much she stuff. made it sound like she had so much stuff she was like i got a dresser and a bookshelf and a nightstand and all this and come well, to like, find out that all there. she's got is a little a little like bookshelf, uh-huh. and that was it. I wore my moving clothes, like shit I could sweat in while I moved mm-hmm. stuff. And she was just like, "Well, well." When we pulled up, she had the bags in her hands, and then she brought those bags inside to your apartment. And then she was like, "Oh, I could pull the uh, the car over here, and we could bring the rest of the stuff in." And so she did, and it was just like that one dresser mm-hmm. thing, right? <laughs> Completely empty. And then Storm was looking for the other bags, like, hey, where are the other bags at? And she was like, oh, there's none. It's just this dresser. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was expecting, like, a big-ass moving truck. Because, like, when you texted and said, hey, y'all help her, please. Well, that's what I was thinking. It was going to I thought I it was going to be it was going to be event. a whole-ass, like, box truck full of clothes and furniture and all this hoo-ha. 
Man, I wore I wore a cutoff shirt. Yeah, sun's yeah. out, guns out, baby. Yeah, I wore a cutoff shirt to move a dresser. Oh my god, <laughs> she made it sound like she had so much crap, but she she had already moved it. And it was like all yeah. her clothes and Let stuff. Let me tell, like, like Storm's not allowed to buy another uh, t-shirt or another jacket or another pair of slippers because like I have one trash like we put all of our clothes in trash bags mm-hmm. I have one trash bag that fit all my t-shirts all my bottoms socks shoes shirts everything hers were the other five trash oh bags oh my god oh Taylor it took forever it took forever dude there were so many hangers when I when I pulled out all the clothes I was like the closet's not wide enough to fit all these clothes <laughs> you know I was freaking out. I didn't even know how... I I don't know how she did it. But she fit all that shit in there. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Another thing Jordan did was, like, made this apartment feel like somebody, like, actually lived in it. It wasn't just, like, a box. (laughs) Before she moved in here, it just looked like a straight bachelor pad. There's one couch. I don't even know if the rug was there. Was it there? Yeah, it was there. Okay, at least you had the rug. But it was, like, a desolate bookshelf with, like... (laughs) Now there's there's greenery in here. There's some plants and there's a massage table and oh, pictures yeah, I got on the, the wall. I got the, massa- I got the massage table for yeah. um for uh, tattooing. I, I I'm trying to go like go complete legit and nice. um, you see that poster back there? That one, the Red Dead one. Yeah, dude, it's freaking signed by the voice actor for hey. Arthur Morgan. She got it for me while I was we'll, gone. Uh, we'll post that on the gram along dude, with the massage. Uh, it's so freaking sweet, yeah. and um, yeah, she just uh, oh, we we took that little marquee from uh, from our room, and we, we're gonna switch up the uh, the movie each month. Like you said, now show on like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <gasps> like next week, it's gonna say something different, you know. I, and I I gotta get batteries for it, so it lights up, but. Dude, she made this apartment look like it had so much shit in it. She brought yeah, she, she brought, brought a lot of life into She brought it. utensils. Like I was raw dogging it with like a bowl <laughs> and a pair of tongs. See, like like I was that was it for me, man. I'm glad our apartment came like mostly furnished. Yeah. Cause man, like if I lived, I just realized like if I lived alone, like all I needed was uh, my TV, my PlayStation, a lawn chair, and a bed. Yeah. You know, just the bare minimum. And then, like, just cans of soup and boxes of mac and cheese. That's and it, baby. I'll eat, like, that's a the ba- caveman. That's the bachelor or, life. Yeah. And I, I, I don't mean, like, bachelor in, like, terms of, like, like you don't have anybody. But, like, when, you're, when your girlfriend lives somewhere different yeah. from you. It's you just do, a you don't need, house. You don't need all of that. You, yeah. Like, you got, like, me, I had, what, my Ninja Turtle pictures on the wall and, like, some paintings. And I was like, mm, that's, that's enough decor. All right, now we gotta. I could, now yeah. we gotta focus on the nitty gritty. I could literally <laughs> live like a dog and eat yeah. the same thing every single day. I, I eat ramen noodles at work probably every day. Ooh, I burnt myself out on ramen noodles. When I, I was I'm in not getting burnt out them. yet, which is scaring me. I hate them so much. Really? Oh God, well, I, I switch up between so chicken and beef. Dude, I switched up between chicken, beef, pecani chicken, shrimp, pork. I switched them all up, and I was mm. still like just the consistency, just the noodle flavor. I was like, I cannot do this. Man, anymore. Are you a boil, uh, boil ramen on the stove kind of guy? De- depends on how much time I got and if I want to wait that long. Sometimes, well, like, or no, I have a Keurig now, so I just say, wait, like fuck that. So I'll just like get a bowl and uh-huh. just 
put hot water from the Keurig in it and then drop the noodles in there because then it's already boiling water. What? You don't even use that uh, kettle? No, that's hers. Stuff? That's Jordan's. <laughs> She oh, brought wow. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I she, usually... makes, she makes like hot tea and stuff, but Man. that's also like, I got this from my grandma for yeah. for Christmas and I've used it like quite a bit. Like I made coffee, but then I poured a beer. So nice. I had coffee. I'll drink the coffee here in a little bit. Um, but like. It's surprising it, it's how so, hot that kettle gets. Dude. In such a short amount of time. It's hot. And it that is, one, that one doesn't yeah. whistle, but like oh, it's man. solid I do metal like the ones that and it whistle. gets hot. It gets Love hot, the ones man. that whistle. <laughs> Dude, I, I got back and um, when I I was just thinking about this because I was messing with my ears. When I got mm-hmm. back, I uh, I literally I told Jordan I was like, I'm getting my ears pierced. I'm growing out my beard and I'm growing out my hair. I'm not doing anything army related for the next month till I have to go back. And she's like, Okay, that's let fine. me tell you. And I that night she pierced my ears. I we went and got some. Um, I had some like some some weird like hoop earrings in them for a while, and then I went and bought some eclairs and grew out my beard. And then when we got to the to the oh, we'll talk about the concert here in a minute. What were you gonna say? As a man who has a beard and you know semi long hair, mm-hmm. kind of like in that gray area between like medium and short. Yeah, you know, kind of. I got like a Bradley Cooper, Matthew McConaughey kind of. Hairstyle, yeah, yeah, wavy, handsome. It changes you. Extremely handsome. It changes you. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Because it hides so much more. The mm. beard, for a man, is like makeup for women. You get to hide a lot of these. Like I I think I have a lot of uh, acne scars from when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. With with mine, I I hated having like underneath like my chin especially at, like a certain length it just looks so weird Man, so yeah. i was always shaving keep like it, just on my groomed. jawline and i would shave it just on my jawline so i did i had i had probably like a like a four week beard when we went to the concert and then i was looking at myself and i was like i don't want pictures with this beard and so i just shaved it all i shaved it all shit. off that night like the hardest and thing for me right now is i want a mustache Really bad. I had a goatee for a while and just shaved I my cheeks. That. Yeah, that. You look like a owl from the Toy Story. Yeah, from Al's toy bar. that was some dark stages. <laughs> Can't believe I have to go to work on a Saturday. Drives across the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, it changed. I I, I looked racist, which I a hundred percent am not. I just looked like a racist man. <laughs> but as soon as I grew the the beard out and the long hair, it changed me mentally. And change the way I felt about myself. I feel like I am drop dead sexy right now, dude. You are. I will say. I will say certain certain aspects about like the human body. We were we were talking about this like a couple before we started recording. Um, like certain things just make you feel better about yourself. Like um, with you, it was like growing a beard and and figuring out your style and stuff like that. For me, it was like getting tattooed and going back to the getting back in the gym to like to get muscles yeah and then i started wearing different clothes like i quit wearing i used to wear a lot of like frat boy like old row and and you know like short shorts and and the whitewash wrangler jeans and, and new balances and shit like that I, i'll let you take that because that's your style for yeah. me i like for to me do it, it's no. all like the it's like ripped jeans and like real punk rock shit and like yeah like uh I've been buying a lot of vintage shirts from um, Shop Nine Four Zero. I want to give him a shout out. Here hey man, that's my boy. shout out Aaron. Shout out Aaron. Uh, if you're listening, man, uh, huge shout. I'm wearing the Wrangler shirt right now. 
um, when it's from the '90s, and I started finding out that like like that first day y'all took me thrifting to to Goodwill, and I finally got some good finds. Like I got like two shirts that I wear consistently, and like uh, a jacket that I like really like, and um, so I just started like I really got into like like figuring out like what my style was, and I think that's like a huge part of human development, like. Um, some people's style never changes. Some people's style stays the same and some people's like changes all the time. Like they go with the trends. They go with like, like some, you know, when they were in the seventies, they were rocking bell bonds. When they were in the eighties, they were rocking parachute pants. When they're in the nineties, they were rocking ripped jeans and Converse like Nirvana. And then when they got to the two thousands, it was the, the low waisted jeans, you know? Yeah. But for me, it's, it's always like, it just feels good when you finally figure out, like you, oh, yeah. you look in the mirror and you're like, gosh, damn, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm See, like, good today. I just, I was big on, like, man, like, when I was in high school, I didn't know who I was, like, style-wise. And then I eventually, like, I wore joggers, and I wore, like, a bunch of black, and I wore graphic tees and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> but then, Having then. an existential crisis every morning in yeah, the mirror. I, I rolled the dice, and I started dressing like a semi-retired, you know that. The stage in, like, the generic dad life that's, like, you're 40 years old, you're almost retired, and you wear, like, the ankle socks, New Balance, jean shorts, but no, I don't I don't go jean shorts far, but I go, like, short shorts and then, like, just a regular polo. Yeah. Or, like, a frocket t-shirt. Yeah, and it works. And it, it works, works for Dalton. Like, I, I wish you all, like, uh, for you those don't know Dalton, like, just imagine, like, the average height man that's, like has like the body Whoa. of like a 40 year old person and Whoa. just dresses like he just retired last week and like he's fixing to go hit the golf club not average height just want to get that out there I'm, at, I'm at least six foot that's average height isn't it what's average height shorter than that you're six foot yeah i don't believe it well like i'm six foot. like when you bust out the ruler i'm five eight which is basically <laughs> like five nine <laughs> But, like, 5'9 is kind of, like, a weird thing. So I just kind of round up to 10. And, you know, I'm, like, 5'10. Everybody's 5'10. I'll just stand out 5'11. And then 5'12 doesn't exist, so that's just 6 foot. And, like, 11 is a weird-ass number anyway. Oh so you just say, I, I'm, like, 6 foot, you know? I used to say I, I didn't realize it was a thing. And I was trying to say, like, I'm, I'm not quite 6 foot, but I'm not quite... Like five eleven, and I used to say I'm five twelve. Uh, <laughs> like, everybody was like, "What are you talking about?" Like that doesn't make any sense. Oh my god. Uh, so we so we don't. I don't have Twitter anymore, so we can't ever do that segment. Yeah. Um, I oh. mean, you can. You can easily scroll nah. through Twitter, but I I did. Well, I got season two. Well, I got rid of. Yeah. So I I kind of did like a, a a mental cleanse. Like I was getting rid of social media and. I like the only ones I keep are Snapchat and Instagram and I, I rarely get on Instagram because I don't I, I don't know I just found like Twitter being really toxic and I found like um, Instagram and it was just a lot of like not necessarily influencers but it was always people like trying to like prove that this is what like where you needed to be you know like whether it was physically mentally this that, and the other so um I deleted all that and come to find out Jordan Jordan texted me that same day or called me while I was at while I was on lunch or something like that I don't remember and she was like so I, I, I read an article today saying that you don't typically couples don't have social media if they're if they're like in a comfortable relationship 
And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that makes sense because you, you're not really comparing. Yeah. Like, you, you're done comparing. You're done. You're out of oh that comparison God. phase. You just really opened up my third eye. Yeah. I'm going to do because I just realized, like, I'm living the married life without actually being married. Yeah. Like, the three apps that I use, well, four, the fourth one would be text messaging. Yeah. I use another one for, like, financing stocks, yeah. stuff like that. My bank account app, and then Sudoku. Sudoku. Sudoku on my phone. And, like, I don't, I rarely ever go to Snapchat unless it's one of my friends. You know? I eat me. <laughs> just blowing yeah. up your phone all the yeah. time. Yeah. Just start use, texting me, please. I will. I always, I, I typically use Snap because then I can tell if somebody's read my fucking message because mm-hmm. I can't stand when somebody, like, doesn't have their red receipts on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, did you read it? Like, I, I would rather know that you read it and left me on red. Then I'd I'd rather get left on red than left on delivered to be yeah. completely honest with you. And I felt like, I like I barely ever text anymore. Like I I I realize like if it's important, it'll be a phone call. Yeah, I I mean I feel that same way, but I also I don't really like having a dry ass phone, and I I w- I would much rather be the friend that's like always texting, and that way like you know that. You know, they're a homie for, for whatever, and, like, yeah. you, typically you can ask them for anything. Like, um, you know, I'd, I'd rather be that that type of guy, but... You don't like having a dry phone? I don't like having a dry I phone, like... man. I'd, I'd rather have a, a fucking phone that's blown up, and I'm mm-hmm. not acknowledging any of it, than a dry-ass phone. A dry-ass phone feels like I have no friends. Why is and that, it... And that affects me a little bit. Still. Because I know I have friends. Like, I know I have you. I know I have, like... Other uh-huh. groups of friends, but just the, the fact that like they're not texting me is what's a little Man, concerning. I feel like I'm on another plane right now because I just feel like I I've, I'm seeing my growth as a human being. I'm seeing like my self confidence, how much it's grown. Mm-hmm. Because like when I was younger, I would get worried if I wasn't on my phone as much as the person next yeah. to me, and I'd be like, oh, they're wanted, they're important, and now. I couldn't give two shits what's going on on my phone. I usually use it to check the time. <laughs> Just check, check the time, like check my schedule at work, and then watch an occasional YouTube video or two. But I usually do that uh, like on the TV now yeah. before bed. Um, but yeah, I just I, I feel like all my self-confidence is just... What? What does your workflow look like? My workflow? Yeah. So what like I said, I have... I have. I will say, like, I'm not going to count the National Guard as a job. I have two jobs. Uh-huh. One's one's a little bit more of like an advanced hobby, right. being tattooing. But like, I have two jobs. You have one and being a full time student, correct? What would you say your workflow is at Home Depot? My workflow. What yeah, do you like? Going like to for me, me, like um, when I'm up in the lab, like at work, like I always have one AirPod in, and it's always on. I've I've been really into like. Um, there's two channels. I'm going to give them a shout out here. They're definitely not listening. One of them is like Savox, S-A-V-O-X, and the other is Nexpo, N-E-X-P-O. It's like Nightmare Expo. Mm-hmm. And they do shit like disturbing things from around the internet or like the 10 most disturbing things caught on live TV. But they both have very good narrating voices. So it's kind of like watching a horror doc or like a murder documentary, like just listening to it while mm-hmm. I'm at work. Just keeps things rocking and rolling. Except for when I'm listening to it at like 9 o'clock at night and I walk outside and it's fucking pitch black and I'm like... Like oh fuck, and like I shut the door a little bit too hard, and I'm like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, but for like you, what does that look like? Like, what do you like? Like, what do I just look like at work? Yeah, like like picturing you with your one ear butt in, 
and you're doing lab shit. Yeah. I know, like, I can't wear uh, earbuds at work because I have to do uh, customer service yeah. while I, you know, stop the shelves or drive left equipment. So, like, my workflow usually is me throwing bags of rock or mulch or, you know, be, uh, being up and down on a scissor lift, which is like a movable elevator yeah. to grab shit off the shelf and pack it out. I mean, I... I like you, you feel like you get in a zone at work. Yes, so that's okay. like that's what I was like trying okay. to like get at. I was like, like where do you, where do you hit your zone? No, like what? I'm I'm still fully conscious at work. Like I'm I'm not in a zone. Like you never get in a zone. No. So I, we talked. I talked about this like maybe like the third or fourth episode of the first season where I said, um, I have like the song "Pursuit of Happiness" by Kid Cudi. Uh-huh. That's my like. I know if I'm on the right track. It's like it's very hard to explain. You know how like. You know, you always, like, question, you know, if you're on the right track, if you're doing right, like, if you're, I, it may just be me with, like, anxiety and stuff like that, but, like, uh, say, like, when I'm, like, in sixth grade, I'm, like, am I going to make it to junior high? Do I want to play junior high football? And then something happens, like, you have a good day at practice, and you're, like, I'm meant to be playing football, or, you know, I'm meant to do this, I'm meant to do this. So, for me, I don't believe in, like, predestined fate. I believe you make your own fate and your your life is what you make it so carpe diem and so when we were when we were on the way to the concert uh pursuit of happiness played and i was like that's like, just that's on a good shuffle sign. yeah wait so you use so it's what well, like I, my song my like playlist also has like 1200 or like twelve thousand songs in it right. so like the the fact that it comes by every once in a while it may be coincidence but it's one of those coincidences that I'd rather believe in than not, you know, mm-hmm. just for like the, the sake of my own mental health. And so like I'll, I'll have these moments where I'm like driving to work and I'll, I'll be listening to a song. Sometimes it's Pursuit of Happiness. Other times it's, you know, it's just a song I can rock out to with the windows down on the way to work. And that puts me in a good mood. If I start out the shift in a good mood, it's going to be a good day. So mm-hmm. I always try to start out my shift in a good mood by listening to music that I like whether or not that's psychological or not, you know? So, like, with, with you being at Home Depot, I used to work at, I used to work at Sutherland's, which yeah. is, like, the mom-and-pop version of, of Home Depot. It's, yeah. uh, it's more of a lumberyard. But um, when, when, I would, when I would work there, I never started my shift out good. And when I would work different jobs, I would never start out my, my work day good. And so when I, when I got to... When I got back home, I started doing that. I would start listening to music that I like, start doing more positive things that I enjoyed. And it uh, it allowed me to get into, like, a workflow. Like, um, you know, put the headphone in, get rocking and rolling. Or mm-hmm. doodle a little bit, you know, get the get the mind out, you know. Like, if, I'm, if I've got, like, a cloudy mind, I'll just doodle some shit down on a piece of paper, stick it in my pocket, and go back to work type shit. And, I don't know, it's just... It's kind of... I've always, I've always been, like, really interested in seeing other people's like how they work like how they function outside of i love like i can't like i'm not totally dependent that's not the right word um i don't use music i usually just enjoy like a quiet space Mm. like now in the car if i want to relax it'll just be completely quiet it'll just be the sound of like the engine and the AC or I'll even have the windows down if it's late at night and like it's cool outside and I'll just take in everything. I just enjoy like quiet. 
that that's I think that's what gets me in the zone is focusing on one thing at a time. Yeah. Like if it's quiet and I'm driving, I'm only focusing on driving. Yeah. If it's quiet and I'm studying, I'm only gonna be studying. I'm not gonna be listening for um a beat or a lyric yeah. or anything like that. So we're we are polar opposites yeah. on that. Like I love I have to have music to work. I can't work without music. Um, whether or not I'm like just listening to the music and doing like mindless tasks or something like at work, it's more of just like the music is what makes me feel good and what I'm doing, I may not be feeling good. So it's better to just like have a little bit of joy. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to tattooing, I like to put on just any kind of music because then it's there in the background. But at the same, excuse me, at the same, at the hiccups. At the same time, I'm focusing on what I really enjoy doing, you know, mm-hmm. like this is like, I'm putting somebody's art that they want on their skin. And, um, uh, what time are we at? We're like 30 minutes. Yeah. 32. Cool. Um, damn, internal clock still kicking, man. Um, um, but like, I, I don't know. I've, I've kind of had like, not really revelations, but like, I really want to, start out season two kind of strong like you know with us being back uh we we had both been kind of separated for a few months uh big life things happened um things we're not going to really get into because they're they're not really irrelevant but they're a little bit more personal and um but i wanted to start it out so strong and like now that we've gotten kind of like the heebie-jeebies out of the way of like the the first 30 minutes we're all like loosey-goosey and stuff like that i want to know your opinions on like what what would you call it when you're like at school on in the summer or you're like walking in an empty parking lot? You know those like moments of reality that seem altered. What would you uh, call those? Moments? Are you talking just like, like being in an empty space alone? No, 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 not necessarily. Like, you ever have those moments where you're like, this feels different. Like where you're at, uh, like a movie theater by yourself, or you're. Like I said, at school on a summer day when nobody's there, or yeah. like when you're like at a at a concert venue and everybody's left, or you know things like that. Like there's there's just periods, uh, and they're just small little moments where reality seems altered to me. Like it's hard. It's very hard to explain. I I wish I hope you know what I'm talking about. Or like, like walking, walking down an empty street. Is it like street. a feeling of yes, deja yes. vu? No, no, no. Not, no, not it's just like deja a vu, feeling. but it is a feeling. I feel like I'm more alarmed if it's in my daily routine and then I, I get this spidey sense that like something's, something's wrong. Yes. Here, you know? What do you think that's from? Do you think that's because we are such ha- creatures of habit that it's like something very small alters it? And that, like, our brain is, is trying to figure out what's wrong. Or that everything's right. Like, everything's going as planned. You're just anticipating something to go wrong because yeah. it's been going right for so long. Yeah. Or normally. Yeah, because there be, like, sometimes in my car, I'll just be driving it and I'll be like, I'm going to have a flat today. Just out of nowhere, just like, my tire's going to explode. Yeah. I'm going to have to change the tire today at some point. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get too paranormal on everybody, but this shit 
gets my blood pumping. I fucking love it. I love talking about things like this. So, so, so like, for me, for me, it's like the the most recent one I had was mm-hmm. when me and Jordan were at the concert, and I didn't want to like try to get out when everybody else was leaving, you know, because that stadium was packed. Right. So I, we just sat in the venue, and I sat there, and I was like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Like I'm like I'm here too early. I'm here. Okay. Like you know, like I, like if I'm you're getting, supposed to be somewhere yeah. in a moment in time, and you're there, and it's like. Like, the universe is like, uh, you're not supposed to be here yet. But then, so you, like, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying now. It's kind of like... Wait, I just lost it. It was in my, it was visiting my head for a second, and now it's gone. Like, for, uh, the ones that I have a lot are it's usually It's kind of like, like a simulation feeling. Yes, like, yes, Like, yes. life is a simulation. Yes. And you're kind of like, wait, am I yeah. awake right now? It's, it's, I, I, I would call them, I'm sure they have like a name for it. I'm sure it's got, got something to it. For me, like the easiest way to call it is altered reality. Okay. Like it just doesn't, or where you're like on what seems to be a fairly busy street and it's mm-hmm. empty and the lights are doing like the, like the yellow flashing uh, or the red flashing the and red you're just flashing. there and you're like, you're like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. Like something whether, different. Something's different. Something's something doesn't different. feel right. Okay. Whether it's an uneasy feeling, whether it's a comforting feeling, something doesn't feel right. I actually, man, if I if I'm driving on an empty street in those red flashing lights when it's really late at night yeah. for some odd reason, whether I'm leaving the bar yeah. <laughs> or picking somebody else up from the bar, and it'll be way too late, mm. I'll be like, I I feel I find it comforting. Haven't, but like me and you were completely different. Like yeah. you find peace in doing, like, what would you call that? Small mechanic. Like you, you do, you do tattooing, right? Yeah. It's like very precise. Intricate. Yeah, it's very intricate. I would need to do that in total silence, but you're doing it with screamo in your ear. No, not always screamo. Not, well, not always well, a like, screamo, man. Sometimes well, like it's you, Suicide Boys. Sometimes it's Nirvana. Sometimes it's something something Jimi I something I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't be able to do. Yeah, but like you feel nervous when driving on an open street, and I feel calm. I feel relaxed when because there's nobody out there but me. I think it's because I find it com- I find it comfortable to be alone. Like I'm not afraid to be alone. See, and that's that's what I was thinking as as we're talking about this. I was thinking that maybe when I'm at that 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 spot where nobody else is, and I'm at the traffic mm-hmm. light on a completely empty like intersection or anything like that, I'm thinking my body is paranoid about. Hello, I'm thinking my body is, and my mind are, are paranoid about something not being there that's supposed to be there and whether or not it's me in that situation like i'm not supposed to be on that empty road because it's supposed to be empty or whether or not more people are supposed to be there and i'm on it you know but i I love these moments of what seem like glitches in the matrix you know what seem like i i don't know it's like uh I, i watch these videos on youtube where they're always asking reddit shit and they're like you know what is something that you've seen that you're not supposed to see or like you know, I love, and I, I don't want to, like, gear the, this podcast toward that, but I fucking love talking about that, and considering this is our podcast, yeah, I, I think we we owe it to ourselves to talk about what we want to talk about. I find this and very interesting, yes, because me and I you are, me and you are friends, 
but we don't have tons of things in common. No, no, but that's... we just have like this this um, connection between us, like this this gravitational pull. I don't know. I like being around. I find it comforting to be around you. Yeah, but we don't like. I don't dress like you. And you don't dress. You don't find it nice to dress like me. Like we are p- polar opposites in most, mostly everything. We lo- we are good movie buffs. We enjoy playing video games and other man stuff. Yeah, whatever. But like, there are a lot of things that we aren't um, alike with that I do find like our conversations to be more interesting that way. Yeah, because I'm getting a total different viewpoint. Uh, same here, yeah. and and I I would like, I'm sure I'm sure the second episode will be a little bit more smooth with this. This first one I really wanted to just wing it and get it all out in the open and stuff like that. But I think next episode we'll we'll have some talking points about specific things like like I don't know if we um you know I'll just go ahead and talk about it because I'm pretty sure we haven't yet. Man, I just serial killers be here. Oh. Okay. Do you have a fascination with serial killers? Whether whether or not it's it's a interest in what they did, how they did it, who they are. Do you have an interest in it uh, in the slightest? I do. Okay. I do. I have a favorite one. <laughs> yeah. So that's why that's where yeah. I was going to go next. I have a favorite why, one. Why are they your favorite? Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. I love Jeffrey so, Dahmer. So give me a run through who Jeffrey Dahmer is and why he's your favorite. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was just like basically an outcast. To everybody, I felt I felt like an outcast at one point, and the thing that I find most interesting about him is that he ate somebody, or he Z- ate people. Somebody's, somebody's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I've I've, <laughs> I've always wanted to know what a person tasted like, like if I cooked it. So if I don't come back next season, yeah, you know why? It's because Dalton ate me. Yeah, so, I just want to um, fry up like a little piece of your leg. Just psh, psh, sear it on both sides and then... I don't think you do. Okay, you're not Army Hammer. Maybe. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, that's, that's crazy. That was crazy to me to hear. Oh, um, my God. I don't know if the, if the audience is up to date on that. Uh, make a long story short, like, Army oh, Hammer man. had cannibalistic fetishes with his girl uh, partner, and he would um, carve his name into her with a knife and then proceed to, like, drink the blood and, like... Try to try to take bites out of her and, and things like that. So anyway, um, I, I, I ask you this because, like I said, those those channels that I listen to, um, a lot of them cover serial killers and like people that are just super fucked up and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, like Richard Ramirez is That's the one, scariest person on this planet. Not not like Pazuzu. is he the one that flashed the. Um the Satan, like the what do you call that pentagram? The pentagram on his on his on his, hand. On his palm yeah. to the court. Yeah. So oh, that might be Pazuzu. Um, Pazuzu. Uh, you can look him up. P a z u z u. Is Richard? I think I saw Richard Ramirez. I don't know a lot about him, but I think so, I saw him uh, on like. I'm gonna through it. Um, trigger okay. warning for anybody that's um, uh, trigger warning for like rape and and murder and stuff like that. So this dude, um, this dude is like 14 or something like that, right? And his parents are both alcoholics or something like that. They're both drug addicts, something. They're they're shitty parents, to make a long story short. And his brother, his older brother comes home from Vietnam. His older brother's a Green Beret. 
um, or his uncle or something like that, or his cousin, something maybe. I don't know. He's got he's got a, a fatherly figure and a and an ex Green Beret who also did war crimes and raped and pillaged the Vietnamese. So, this guy's looking up to him like an idol. Like that's how you're supposed to to live. Well, and it started like in the seventies. At like some point, he just fucking flips and goes to this this lady's house. Her door's unlocked. Goes inside, kills her, rapes her, robs her paints satanic shit on the wall in her blood and leaves he does this for months just random people if your door was unlocked it was an invite for him to come in and that's just a crazy thing like these people don't have no and he had had zero this that's what that was so scary because it didn't matter age it didn't matter sex it didn't matter it didn't matter anything if you lived at high income low income neighborhood it's like he basically um, tried to jiggle your door handle if it unlocked that motherfucker was coming in yeah and he was ransacking your house, killing you, raping you, and leaving. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And that's crazy because, like, most uh, serial killers, I said most, um, they have, like, a generic, they have, like, a type. Yes. That they go for. And most of the time it is, like, a a woman. It is a female. Yeah. Uh, Female or, like, young men. And it's usually because, like, it's oriented towards, like... A false sense of homosexuality like that's yeah. and um oh this, this got me thinking like of like not necessarily like target audiences or anything like that but like the fact that they could hide in plain sight yeah like like the jeffrey dahmer was just going to gay clubs and picking up these dudes going home with them killing them taking pictures of them eating them yeah and it's that nuts. was the end of story so so the i saw this video the other day um and it was like the most fucked up pictures ever taken or like pictures that like have really disturbing backgrounds and one of them was uh rosalind carter um jimmy carter the the president it was his first lady his wife mm-hmm. um she's taking pictures with at some polish um parade or something like that and she's shaking this guy's hand and in the corner is this weird guy with like glasses on and he's like in the middle of a sentence that's not the guy you pay attention to it's the guy in the middle, the big bald guy, is John Wayne Gacy. And That's, yeah, I think he's number two. And she didn't killer. know that he had just killed and raped like 20-something kids. Man. And she would signed the picture and everything, and I was like, that is fucked up. Like that would that would ruin me to like, or like taking a picture with like Timothy McVeigh or taking a picture with... Um, like Bin Laden or somebody Wait, like that. Okay, the Zodiac Killer was real. Sorry. Yeah, he's real. He's real. Yeah, we but just like, never found out who, who he was. was. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I, I would say Richard Ramirez is the most fucked up for me. That's crazy. Because um, he just has like no target audience, has nothing, and just just raped, robbed, and murdered everyone, and it lasted a long time. What about uh, people thought he was so hot he got engaged three times while he was in prison, three really? three or six times. I think it was six times, if I'm not mistaken, while he was in prison, because girls thought he was so pretty. Um, shit, Charles Manson. Yes, yeah, that was another big one. Helter Skelter. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. crazy. His his whole. I think um, the whole cult aspect behind it. That dude. Fucking nuts. What do you know? What kickstarted it? What's that? Him not getting into the Beach Boys. What? Swear to God. Swear to God, he was at a... It was like a club or an event or something like that. Uh-huh. And he had he had written songs because he was an aspiring musician. 
So he gives it to one of the Beach Boys, and he's like, hey, let me like let me into the band. We can play this song. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this song, and we'll play it. And he's like, dude, that's awesome. Like, y- y'all, y'all can play my song. He gets the song, and it's like got super fucked up lyrics. So he's like, no. I like the beat, though. I like the melody. I like the way the words flow. So I'm going to keep that, and I'm going to say, fuck your song. So a Beatle, the, the Beach Boys came out with some other song. I didn't know this. Yeah. So Charlie Manson gets pissed, and he believes that in his fucked up mind that this is the beginning of a race war that he calls Helter Skelter, where the blacks are going to be versus the whites. And um, so he starts, like, building this, this cult, this family, mm-hmm. and, you know, the Manson family. And so he says to, like, start it off to kick off the race war that they need to go murder these people, and that's when Sharon Tate and all them got murdered. And they said that he said to, quote-unquote, make it look like a black people did it, or make it look like black people did it, which is super fucked up. That dude's super it's fucked crazy. up. Crazy. And he's, he's batshit, like, little just batshit insane. Like, if you watch that interview with him, like, where he's just yeah. staring at the camera with his fucking Nazi symbol in the middle of his eyes, and he's, like, just going on and on about how it's, like, like Helter Skelter's real yeah. and shit. So I think it's just... It's just fucking crazy, man. Um, People are wild, dude. <laughs> when you think about it, like, like all the shit that can go wrong in somebody's mind, yeah. And put that like in, you can relate these to real yeah. people. Like it's fucking. Wild. So so, what's another thing like that's kind of in the morbid oddities, like uh, like the weird genre of things? What like super interest you? Like for me personally, it's always like like conspiracies somewhere. Yeah, in yeah that things room. like that. Yeah, things like uh, that. So me me, it's like um, I've always I've always had like a fascination with like the Area Fifty One things. Oh, so like aliens and shit, yeah. or just specifically Area Fifty One. I like I know aliens are real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know for a fact. Like we okay. can't be the only people. No, no, out I'm, here I'm not gonna like. I'm right. not gonna like bash right. you. I'm, I'm gonna like hear you out before yeah. I. I'm not gonna shit on it either. But yeah. like, I want to hear you out. But yeah. So uh, what's what's your what's your theory on Area on 51 or, or just in general? But, uh, yeah. Like I had the I had the uh, fascination with uh, Area 51. I never really. Actually, I did dive deep into it with like Bob Lazar. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, about how he just went missing after, or he was found dead or something like that. Uh, after exposing like all the things that he saw in Area Fifty One, yeah, like, the flying saucers and shit like that. And that was like in the like what time was that in? All right, what are you what are you interested? Why in? look this up? Um, so to me, it's all it's been like cryptids. Like like oh, we talked we talked about this a while back, that but too. like we never yeah. really got into it. But like. Certain, certain things like specifically like I would say Bigfoot. Like, yeah, th- there are too many people that have seen Bigfoot for that motherfucker to not exist, mm-hmm. or for a species like that to not exist. Like, if every culture has a Bigfoot, there's a reason. Yeah, like the uh, like the Yeti or abominable. Yeah, abominable like the, snowman. Yeah, yeah, like the Yeti, the the Yowie, the the yeah. skunk ape, the. Like Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call him. He's in every single culture. Every single culture has one. Yeah. But then there's – that interests me a lot too. There's other ones that are like – I watched uh, this video um, by by Nexpo um, where he talked about – it was like the Chronicles of Reddit and he found these fucked up mysteries. Like one of them was um, this lady was – 
was like at home and her brother came over and her husband or let me back up her husband works out of town her husband does um like traveling business or something like that so her husband works out of town so her brother comes over and they're just talking on the front porch her husband calls and she's like she's like hey do you have anybody over she's like no not not really any friends or anything like that and he's like okay be home in a little bit he's supposed to be gone till tuesday he shows up in three hours Huh? Yeah. Shows up in three hours. Walks in the door, looks around, looks around the the living room, looks around the bedrooms, looks in the bathroom. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, you you sure you didn't have anybody here? And she's like, no. Like, oh, my brother was here. Like, he dropped something off at the door. And he's like, oh, that's what it was. And he walked away. And so she's like, she's asking on Reddit. She's like, is he spying on me? And you don't hear anything. Like, there's never a follow-up to the question. So it's like, to me, that's fucking creepy-ass behavior. And it's just... I I love the um, seeing interest in, like, how fucked up people are. And it's yeah. always, always 100% because of child, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. That is the root cause of mental illnesses and, and complete sociopath and psychopath behavior so but but what, what were you talking about with uh, Mr. Uh, Brock Lesnar or whatever his name is Bob Lazar yeah oh yeah he like it was in the late 80s <laughs> Brock Lesnar <laughs> I was like what late 80s uh, it was like late 80s and he like distributed like he uh, was in like a town meeting or like had a presentation in front of an audience and he was like, Area 51 is real. Like, this is what's in it. And we, it, like, it shouldn't be hid from us. Like, this information should be aware to everybody. Yeah. And then, like, a, a week later, he was found dead or something like that. How? How did he die? I don't remember. But um, that your story kind of reminded me of, like, there was like this uh, thing on TikTok where, like, the videos were just too weird for someone just to like come up with the idea to make them. Like somebody was forcing another person to do these videos idea, do these video ideas. So like in the comments, it would be like, the first one was a joke. It was like, um, wear a red shirt if someone's forcing you to do this and then the next video she was wearing a red shirt and then everybody was like oh shit look at the comments from the other video about she's wearing a red shirt so they did like wear a yellow shirt in the next video if you're telling the truth in the next video she was wearing a yellow shirt and it so it just went on I don't remember who That's it was fucking yeah. creepy dude but like it was just weird like the guy had a fetish for it or something like that. It had, like, just her acting like a big baby and making a mess and, you know. That's so fucked yeah. up. I forgot what her name was. Um, Dude, I will say this This was a comedy podcast, but I love taking it in directions like this. Where maybe, maybe it is. Like, we can make light of certain things like that. But, like, there's some things, like, I don't want to make light of because that's just so fucked up. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's, yeah. that's insane. Um that's what I was about to say. I had a thought, and then I I lost it, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, 
Area 51. So my theory on that, I, I'm oh. not going to dispel your theory. My theory about that right. is Russians. What? It was Russians. Oh, okay. It's got Russian, like, like um, I don't know, advanced aircraft or something like that. You know, like, like right before um, we had bombed or we had won the war in Germany, Germany had came out with that, like, super bomber. Mm-hmm. Where it's like twice the size of a B fifty two and could have oh, decimated the yeah. U.S. and they were going to take it over the Atlantic and bomb us. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it was one of those. I'm thinking it was. So you of, just think there's a bunch of Russian I think aircraft? It's, I in think there. What, whether it's Russian, whether it's German, whether I think it's I think it's domestic, and mm-hmm. I think it was something that people definitely saw that they weren't supposed to because it wasn't domestic, okay. like domestic well, to yeah, the United States, and. I also have another theory on humans or on well, aliens like, that they are just advanced humans looking back on us in like a school field trip, making sure that we're on the right track. Bob Lazar had like a lot of weird things that he was trying to describe to everybody, and oh, you told me about this, like yeah, the, the like colors, was, like yeah, the he colors that to, he couldn't comprehend. No, it was, I I use that as an example. Like he was trying to explain colors to blind people. As like he was trying to explain alien things to regular everyday people, but he was making it sound like he was trying to ex- describe colors to a blind person. Like yeah. it, it, nothing was just registering. Does he have any examples? Do you have any examples? Um, no, there was like a there was an interview. I can't remember anything from it. We have to we may have to review so, that. Yeah. Um, it's like all over. It's on Netflix. Hulu. Dope, dope. I'll have yeah. to check it out because I'm into that stuff. Yeah. Um, gosh, what time are we at now? We're like, uh, goes in on 50? Uh, 58. Oh, damn, I'm good. Um, I don't know if I want to wrap it up here, but I, I definitely do. Like, I, I think we'll see. I think we'll see how this, this podcast does like on the in terms of like listeners and who's all listening and, and the feedback and stuff and um if this stays good we'll we'll kind of head in, in to this direction for the season for a couple of episodes and but we and, and in the meantime we do want to keep it lighthearted and we want to keep it and like something something you can listen to on your drive uh, while you're at work some etc cetera, etc cetera. but um Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, listen on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and a bunch of other streaming services I'm not familiar with. Um, you can listen to it just about anywhere. We are DJAC, that is D-E-J-A-C-K-E-D, all caps. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at djackedpod at gmail. That's oh, all one word. That. There's no dash. Um, yeah, send us questions. Yeah, send us comments. Oh, absolutely. Please yeah. send us questions. Uh, and if you have our personal snaps or if you have our numbers or anything like that, please send in questions. I would love um, to. I would love to do Actually, like, the best way that you could ask a question is to send an audio file if you want to be featured on the podcast. Yeah, Send absolutely. an audio file. We'll... we'll Put your question on there, and then we'll answer it accordingly. I'm I'm honestly probably what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to ask my friends if they'll just like ask a random question. Yeah. I won't open it. I'll just like have the audio file, have them send an audio file, and then when we get on to the podcast, just go ahead and play it. Then we can riff off of that. But I do. I am very um, down to talk about the occult, the the, the morbid, the weird, the wild oh, yeah. of 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 the world. Um, but I also like uh, I like to keep it jokes about you know fucking Jordan Poop only stories. having one dresser and 
Dude, I think we made it the entire way with that poop story, which is, uh, that might be a new record. You know how hard it was um, to all the poop stories in Dude, man. it is. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. It's just crazy. But, um, yeah, go ahead and give us a listen. And um, we love you, even if we don't know you. Oh, I say one other thing. What is it? We love you. Even, what is it? Even if we don't know you. No, no, that, I say uh, like one more thing before that. I don't know. So we all love you even if we don't. I don't know. We love you even if we don't know you. Peace.